Welcome to Discover Your Destiny podcast, where we believe that your life is not an accident. You have a destiny, and we want to help you discover it, pursue it, and fulfill it. And now, here's your host for today, Dima Barishnikov. Welcome to Discover Your Destiny, where we believe that your life is not an accident, but you have a destiny. On the last episode, we began to talk about uh, personal growth, the importance of personal growth in our life, the importance of maturity, importance of growing and not staying in the same, the same place. And I mentioned to you that I believe that personal growth, it's, it's a necessity. It's not an option. So I, uh, I said I w- I'm going to give you four C's of, uh, of spiritual or of personal growth. And the first two C's were choice and commitment. We got to actually make a decision to go after the dream that God has given us. If we want to fulfill our destiny, we got to make that decision. We got to make the choice. We can't just talk about it. We have to make a choice actually go, to go for it. And then we got to stick with it. We, we got to stick with it. We got, we got to keep our commitment. Commitment is very, very important. But uh, today I'm going to give you uh, two more C's of personal growth, which is, which is very necessary. If you, if, you decide, if, if you decide to go after your dream, remember that choice is important, commitment is important, but also courage is important. As you begin to grow, you begin to stretch. And remember, remember I said growth in our lives sometimes doesn't feel good. As we mature and it's sometimes it doesn't feel good. Sometimes you mature through challenges and difficult circumstances that you face. And not only commitment is important, but also your courage is important. You need to be courageous enough to keep growing in, uh, in your life. So um, learning sometimes takes place on the job takes place through experience uh, while you're moving forward, overcoming obstacles, celebrating small victories. Bible is full of people who had great destinies, who had great plans for for their life, that God God had great plans for their lives. But yet they also had to deal with their fears. They had to develop their courage to go forward and actually grow into a person that God wanted them to be. So let's talk about a few examples here. The last time I mentioned to you the example when Jesus called simple fishermen to follow him and be his disciples. And they made the choice. They they left everything and began to follow him. The same thing happened to Matthew, tax collector. Jesus passed by his office, called him, and Matthew left everything and began to follow, follow Jesus. So um, Jesus called them to become the leaders of global movement, to reach the corners of the earth, to reach the end of the earth. The task was bigger than they could ever imagine. They had to face those, they had to face those people who may have thought they were unqualified or uneducated uh, to be leading others. When religious leaders arrested Peter and John in the book of Acts, after Jesus rose from the dead and ascended to heaven. And remember, I said, I said to you before, when Jesus chose, chose those fishermen, they had to spend more than three years, with three and a half years with Jesus, following him, learning from him. So now 
in the book of Acts when they were arrested and brought before the religious leaders of that time. Those religious leaders saw that Peter and John were uneducated, but they recognized one simple fact, that Peter and John have been with Jesus. They have been with Jesus. There were no more simple fishermen. Something changed in them because of the time they spent with Jesus. They grew, they matured, and now they were becoming what God wanted them to be. They had courage. They had courage to face the opposition and keep moving forward with a call, uh, with a call that God placed on their life. Another example would be Moses, who was 80 years old when God called him to lead Israel out of Egypt. Moses fled Egypt decades ago and had no intention of going back. He had to deal with different fears that produced a variety of excuses, such as people will reject me or fear of that fear of rejection that a lot of people have. Well, I cannot talk, talk the fear of being, not being capable of doing what God called you to do. So he was reluctant to go to Egypt, but it was Moses' destiny. He had to make a choice to respond positively to God, to say yes, to make the choice. But that destiny was great. The plan that God has for him was great. Thousands of years later, we still talk about it. But he needed courage to step up there and surrender to God's will when he was 80 years old, but God was about to make him a national leader. He had to make that choice. He stuck with that call for another 40 years until, until he passed away at the age of 120. But he was committed. He had commitment, but he also was courageous. He had courage. When he passed away, when Moses passed away, his disciple Joshua stepped into his place. Several times in the first chapter of Joshua, God emphasizes to Joshua and calls him to show courage. He said, be courageous. You read the first, book of, uh, first chapter of, of the book of Joshua, you will see several times God speaks to Joshua and says, be courageous, be courageous, be courageous. Why would he say that? Joshua was a warrior. It's not like Joshua was a child at that time. Joshua was already a warrior, soldier. Why did he need to be reminded about having courage? Well, it is because new place where God was bringing him to, where God was calling him to, included challenges and obstacles and barriers that Joshua did not face before. He had to grow as a leader. He used to be Moses' assistant. Now he becomes the leader of the whole nation. That's a big difference and, and different responsibility that Joshua did not have before. So what did he need? He needed exactly what God told him he needed. Be courageous. Be courageous. Have courage. When we come to the New Testament, Apostle Paul, one of, his, one of the greatest apostles that ever lived, 
he had a, a protege or a disciple by the name of Timothy. So Paul was preparing him for the ministry. He was mentoring him. He was teaching him. And, and, um, and the time came when Timothy had to step into that ministry and, be, and start pastoring people and start leading people. And Paul showed Timothy some areas where he needed to grow in. He encouraged him not to allow people. He told him, don't let people despise your youth. Don't, don't let them look down on you just because you're young. He said, but he encouraged him to be an example, to be an example to people. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, Paul says to Timothy, For God has not given us spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He has not given us spirit of fear. So, if you are destined for greatness, you are destined for significance, courage is necessary. As you grow into the destiny, into that person that God created you to be, courage is necessary. Your dream is bigger than you. It may scare you at first. That's normal. But don't let this fear tempt you to compromise your commitment and doubt your choice. Fear just reminds us about our humanity. But faith in God produces courage that overcomes our fears. So remember those three C's. You've got to make that choice to go after God's dream and begin to grow. And you've got to keep that commitment. You've got to show courage. And the fourth C, very important. Let me give you a C number four here. And it's consistency. It's consistency. Without consistency, nothing's going to happen. John Maxwell uh, is one of the, um, the greatest experts on leadership, wrote a lot of books on leadership. And this is, let me, uh, let me tell you what he says about consistency. He calls it the law of consistency. Uh, let me read this quote to you by John Maxwell. I quote, motivation gets you going, but discipline keeps you growing. That's the law of consistency. It does not matter how talented you are. It does not matter how many opportunities you receive. If you want to grow, consistency is key. Unquote. So that's a, that's a wonderful quote. If you, if you want to grow in your life, consistency is key. Your gifts, your talents, not going to take you there where God wants you to go. Consistency is key. Acts chapter 6 records a story about um, that the early church had some issues with serving the Greek widows and, and that th those problems were brought to the apostles and, and people wanted apostles to, to solve their problems. But instead of doing this, apostles gave them a different answer. They called people to choose leaders among themselves to take care of those problems. But they said, the apostles said, said, we must dedicate ourselves to studying of the word and prayer. They knew what they were called to do. And they wanted to be consistent in doing what they were supposed to do. They continued to do what was important to them. They continued to pursue their spiritual growth. 
if you want to achieve anything or something significant in, in your life, if you want to be effective and productive, you need to be consistent with your growth. It means to do something every day that will help you to become a little better today than you were yesterday. To do something every day, just a little bit, to become better today than you were yesterday. People stop growing for different reasons. One of the reasons sometimes is that after they learn something and achieve some level of success, their ego does not let them, does not let them to continue to grow and learn and gives them the perception or an illusion rather that they know it all. Have you met those people that it seems like they know it all? Any questions you have, they always got answers. They know it all. They, they refuse to learn. They refuse to be corrected because they know it all. As a result, any correction or an idea that they need to do something different is perceived as personal attack, making them defensive and unable to learn. They are not consistent with their growth. They may have grown for a while. They've learned some things. But at some point, they stop. One of the uh, greatest ba basketball uh, coaches, John Wooden, uh, said, um, uh, he said, it's what you learn after you know it all that counts. It's what you learn after you know it all that counts. Are you ready for the destination that God, where God wants to take you? Did you take time to prepare yourself to reach the dream that God has been talking to you about? In his book, The Power of Positive Leadership, it's a good book, I, I read it uh, probably a few months ago by John Gordon. And he, he tells a story about, uh, let, let me just read it to you about uh, a legendary Hall of Fame college basketball coach, George Revelin. And this is what he said. While having lunch with George Revelin, the legendary Hall of Fame college basketball coach, I learned that after three decades of coaching, he worked in broadcasting for a few years before joining Nike at the age of 62 years old as the director of global basketball sports marketing. While most people are getting ready to retire, George said working at Nike was like going to Harvard Business School. He learned more in the last 18 years of his life than previous 52 years. At 80 years old, George reads 50 books a year and asks himself often, what do I need to know that I don't know? What do I need to learn? What do I need to unlearn to learn? Each day his goal is to be, positive dif to make a, to be a positive difference in as many people's lives as possible. I asked George if he would ever retire. He said, I've thought about it, but then what would I do? He's already mentored and impacted countless coaches, players, and people, but he's still not done making a difference. Repeating one of the Nike's taglines, he said, there is no finish line. At the age of 80, he's still learning, growing, and improving. Well, when I read this story, uh, I'm thinking, well, if this guy considered personal growth 
important to him? What about us as believers, those that are following God's call upon our life and wanted to make a difference in this world? How much more we have to grow and mature in our spiritual walk and grow in our life every day incrementally becoming better than we were yesterday. Growth never stops. And for us as believers on this side of eternity, the standard for our spiritual growth is high. You know what the standard is? You know where our finish line is? Well, let me come, let it come from Apostle Paul, not from me. Just right here in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verses 11 through 16. Apostle Paul set the goal for our growth and the purpose for our gifts and resources that are given to the church. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 uh, through 16. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipment of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of man in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So the goal is to grow to the full statue, to the fullness of Christ. That's why Jesus chose his disciples, that they would become like him. And he sent them out into this world to make a difference. And the same thing he did with us. So your dream, your destiny is ahead of you. When you get there, it would be a different you. It must be a different you. Grown, more mature, prepared to take that place that God prepared for you. So keep growing. Never stop. There's only one finish line. There is no other finish line. It's what Jesus has for you that destiny. I hope you will join us next time. And until then, remember, your life is not an accident. You have destiny. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you are inspired and encouraged. If you have questions, comments, and would like to stay in touch, please write us at connect at destinycarolina.com. We hope you'll join us next time. May God bless you and always remember your life is not an accident. You have a destiny.